turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmett. Well, good afternoon. Greetings from the surface of the sun. Happy to be with you today, because, boy, is it hot in the studio. Holy smokes. And uh, today was the uh, Word FM Christmas party. Fabulous. It was a blowout celebration, as usual. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm drinking right now? Huh? A fresca. Wow. A fresca. That is living large, isn't it, people? You know what? John Hall and a fresca. The fresca made an appearance at the Christmas party, and I was like, fresca? Who's drinking fresca? And so a couple hours later, the answer is, I am. (laughs) (laughs) Is fresca like... um, It's grapefruit. Yeah, but is it sugar-free? I don't know. I think it originally had saccharin in it. Yeah, it could be. I'm pretty sure it's original incarnation. It's it was something. one of those saccharin. Drinks. I'm sure it's not good for kind you. Kind of like what was the what was the Pepsi product? Um, <laughs> Pepsi Light. Wasn't Pepsi Light? Pepsi Alestra. <laughs> I've had my own personal bad experiences with Alestra. No, it was it was another Pepsi product years ago. It'll come to me. Anyway, and it was also a saccharin-filled beverage. <laughs> well, don't be a buzzkill. No, sorry. I'm enjoying I don't this. Mean to. No, I'm glad. And here's the good news. I'm drinking my Fresca with several ice cubes in a reusable glass. Well, thank goodness. That means I don't have to call you out. Mm. Because there's been a an altercation online between Jason Momoa, you might know as Aquaman, uh, yeah. and Chris Pratt, who you might know from as... The office? No, from Parks and Rec. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I know. We, we combine them in our heads, right? <laughs> we do. Um, or on Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah, either one. Fabulous. Anyway, so uh, Chris Pratt apparently um, was at a gym, and he posted a photograph of himself on Twitter, mm-hmm. or was it Instagram? Instagram. It was Instagram. Yeah. Um, and under the photo that he posted, Jason Momoa had to comment not on his workout physique ethic. or his workout ethic or anything like that, mm-hmm. but he had to call him to task for what Chris Pratt had in his hand. Yeah, he says, "Bro." I love you, but what the heck on the water bottle? No single-use plastic. Come on. And then so later on in the day, Chris Pratt apologized. He said, Aquaman, you're completely right. Dang it. I always carry my big gallon size reusable water jug with me, too. I even had it that day. Love you, too, buddy. My bad. I don't want your home of Atlantis covered in plastic. Hear that, kids? Reduce. Reuse. Recycle. <laughs> I mean, so you can't. It's seriously, I, I rolled my head, okay. my eyes so strongly in my head when I saw that headline. Yeah. I almost knocked myself out. Chris Pratt apologizes for posing with single use plastic bottle. Yeah. I, whatever. I mean, this is the world that we live in now, right? Where you sort of have to apologize for just living your life. Okay. So. Then Aquaman had to come out and apologize. Did you see that? Right. Okay. So then later on, there was an Instagram photo of uh, Momoa. Is that all? Yeah, Jason Momoa. 
uh, of himself and his kids with Pratt apologizing for how his uh, comments came across. He says, I'm so sorry. This was received so badly today. I didn't mean for that to happen. I'm just very passionate about this single-use plastic epidemic. The plastic water bottles have to stop. I hope you make a reusable water bottle for Amazon so we all can purchase. That's beautiful. I mean, Seriously, I get it. Do I, I mean, you well, get it, of course. Well, look, okay, what do I have in my hand? You've got a reusable plastic uh, bottle. Do I, do I carry this every day? Every day. Wherever I go. Mm-hmm. Okay. Would I and, – and here's the thing. I'm happy to do this. This is, this is easy. It makes good sense. It makes good sense. It saves the environment. Is yeah. it, but what part of you decides if you carry – did you hear this? This is my reusable plastic water bottle. Yeah. If you carry that every day, that you're going to call somebody out on Instagram. Yeah. That's, the pro, that's the part I have a hard time with. Right. Using your reusable plastic water bottle, I'm all in favor of. Taking the extra step to shame somebody publicly – is ridiculous. A friend of yours. So if he's, if he's a friend, just shoot him a text. Why are you embarrassing him in front of millions of people? I don't know. Because that's the world we live in, where everything, you've got to check the boxes now, right, Kath? Oh, my gosh. Right? It makes me sick. So it's don't re- call me out. It's ridiculous. So it's really not about his passion for saving the environment. It's really about Jason Momoa looking righteous all the time to me that's what it seems like being right Mm -hmm. he has to be the right one he has to call everybody out everybody else who's not as right as him has to be shamed for not being as right as him what Uh, kind of i just feel bad for the for for young the younger generation you know for kids who are 20 or 25 years old i mean because now everything's a big deal look i remember when recycling became a thing Right in the city of Pittsburgh, I was living in Bloomfield. I had neighbors, Clarence and Phyllis. They were in their eighties, and I said, "Hey, Clarence, you gonna recycle?" He looked at me. and He said, "Hey, John, recycle, reschmeichel," and he didn't care. And that was his business. He was eighty something right. years old. That's his business. Right. Am I gonna call Clarence out? But now everyone's calling everybody out for a, apparently a grieved uh, uh, environmental harm. So if you were like Jason Momoa, you would have put a photograph of 80-some-year-old Clarence, Clarence up on Instagram Clarence. and said, Clarence, really? Rich Michael, what are you talking about? What's the friend? deal with the single-use plastic? Yeah. All right. So now here's another environmental thing that, again, I'm totally behind. So in New York City, they're thinking of banning something new. Now, in the past... When Bloomberg was president, he was the mayor. He he was the he was banning the large styrofoam and the large what thirty I think it was more than thirty two ounces of soda. Oh right, right. So you had the, to the buy giant gulp or right, whatever it was. Right, you had to buy less than that, right. which I thought was profound overreach. But whatever, whatever. Okay, but now we're looking at New York City banning yes. paper receipts. Paper receipts that may be the next thing, which. Anybody who goes to CVS or wherever and you get your receipt, which is about a quarter of a mile long, you think, do we really need this? Really? Do I need that? Um, So in the effort to be environmentally friendly, because you think of how many reams of paper are used every year to print out something that you bought for, you know, 49 cents. Mm -hmm. Okay. You want to ban paper receipts? I think I'm okay with that. Me too. Okay. But let me bring something else up. How many people go to New York City and buy something that is incredibly expensive. Oh, a lot of people. So they'll spend they'll spend $10,000 on something. Or they'll spend $50,000 on yeah. something. Or maybe for somebody like me, if I spent $500 on something, I would want the paper receipt. Sure. 
I would want that. Well, you would get that. I'm sure at a high-end retailer, you would get your receipt. Not if they're banning paper receipts in New York City. You can't get a bigger gulp in New York City. You can't because it was banned. Yeah. So I hope that they say across the board, we're discouraging it. However, if you ask for one, it will be given to you. Oh, that's good. Okay, fine. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think it's sure, different sure, than yeah. the banning. Right, right. I think the banning is a lot. <laughs> banning. Let's ban every, everything's being banned. Extreme. I don't know. I don't know. What would you like to ban? Do you have anything you want to ban? Nothing. Seriously. No, I'm, I'm good. Okay, just, you're good. I, at least for the, you know, for the status quo right now, just let, let things be. Okay, you know what I feel good about? Hmm. I am. I've been trying to use fewer straws, not because I'm trying to be like the most righteous person on yeah. earth, but I feel like I, if I don't need them, why am I using them? Right. I'm okay. You feeling good about it? I'm not feeling good about my decision. I just feel like it's really fine. Yeah. I'm not sacrificing a whole lot by not using the straw. Yeah, because the straws have not yet been banned. Right? The straws have not yet been banned, mm. and I'm, I don't know if I don't think I'm in favor of the, of us banning the straws, mm. though I don't know. But I feel like it's really not a big deal. A big deal. Right. I can probably live mm. without that. I did the self-ban of straws when I was eight, when I went to Isley's. And the waitress said, well, as I got a Coke, you want a sissy stick with that? <gasps> and I was like, uh, no, I, no thanks. And since I've been eight, I've not used a straw. Are you kidding? No, that's the story. That's the truth. That's what she said to me. You want a sissy stick with that? And I was like, oh, uh, no, no, no. <laughs> so, so all I'm of a sudden, used... in your head, it was all five of your sisters saying the same thing, right? right? It was just like churning right. around and around. I mean, I don't want to be a sissy, so I just, yeah, I'll man up and not use I a straw. I never noticed that you don't use straws. I don't use straws. Wow. That's because I want to use a sissy stick. <laughs> all right. Just saying. Coming up next, holiday stress busters. We're going to go to Homewood, talk to Bill Glaze from Bethany Baptist Church. I'm going to ask him about single-use plastic. Oh, Or okay. if there's something I could call him him out about online. Fabulous. If there is, I want to. One oh one point five WORD. God blesses everyone. What's the biggest blessing you can imagine this Christmas season? How about having your mortgage or rent paid for for 2020? It's possible when you enter the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Sweepstakes. You can even enter once a day to increase your opportunities to win. See rules and conditions for details. To our Merry Christmas, God bless us. Enter the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Sweepstakes brought to you by Trinity Jewelers. Go to wordfm.com slash contests. Tis the season to eat and be merry. If holiday enjoyment leaves you feeling painfully bloated, don't worry. Relief is here. Introducing Atrantil. Developed by a board-certified gastroenterologist, it relieves bloating where it starts, in the small bowel. That's why Atrantil works where other remedies don't. In clinical studies, 88% of bloating sufferers found Atrantil relieved their symptoms, and it's available over-the-counter without a prescription. A friend recommended Atrantil, and I had great results. I was so bloated and full, it was miserable. But the product started to work almost immediately. Atrantil is not another probiotic or digestive enzyme. It's made from a patented combination of powerful polyphenols. Plus, it's natural, vegan, gluten-free, and non-GMO. Atrantil turns my holiday bloating right around. Eat and be merry this season with Atrantil. Find Atrantil at Amazon.com, your local retailer, or for a special holiday offer, go to bloat411.com. That's bloat411.com. Atrantil. 
It's not really rocket science. It's rather simple. When you need your carpets and upholstery clean, you want somebody that's trusted, reliable, has a long history of providing excellent service, and has great reviews. And that would be Citywide ChemDry. There's a reason over 22,000 satisfied homeowners trust Jeff Hensler and Citywide ChemDry. ChemDry has a patented solution called the Naturals Carbonate. Carbonation basically emulsifies dirt, stains, and soil in the carpet fibers. We don't need to go into the backing of the carpet and make that wet. It's an effective way of cleaning. People like the convenience of the quick drying and also that they can use the carpet right away. ChemDry has 53 green certified products that we use, and so it's safe for the home, for your pets. We have a long reputation of working with people, and they're happy with what we do. Call or text Citywide ChemDry at 412-628-3011 for 15% off your order. 412-628-3011 at citywidecd.com. Everyone gets hungry before the party. Why not give them something worth talking about without lifting a finger? Food. The Cooked Goose Catering Company provides homemade satisfaction that puts you at ease, whatever the occasion. Right now, get their special appetizer package added to your next menu. An inviting selection of hors d'oeuvres starting at $6.95 per person. Visit cookedgoosecatering.com slash word and see what's cooking. The Cooked Goose Catering Company. Just good food. Christmas is upon us, and our Christmas party here today went off without a hitch. Were you, con- was- were you concerned that there'd be a well, valley that we'd get stuck in? We do a little um, a white elephant gift exchange. And you provided the single worst one I've ever seen. In all the years we've been here, your gift was so shockingly bad. Really? It was- oh, no, come on. Don't act like you're surprised. That's no, the reason I, you bought it. I don't think it was bad. No. I think it was, it was meant to el- um- elicit. Elicit some and it did jovial okay, so response. I'm, so it was successful. It was. However, it was an appalling gift. <clears throat> Let's talk about it. Okay, so um, I went out uh, in June, and I was thinking, you know, I want to get way ahead of the curve. It's impressive. And uh, I was thinking, what would you know be fun and interesting and sort of odd at the same time? So I started looking on eBay and found a. A Christmas um, Santa from probably... This Christmas Santa had probably been in someone's nasty basement corner for about six decades. Now, see, I took it the opposite. Uh, so I bought this little Santa. He's probably maybe, what, nine inches or uh-huh. eight inches big. Uh-huh. And he had a little plastic face. Which used to be a different color and now was 100% gray. And to me, 100%. when it came, like I paid $3 for it. When it came, I loved it so much because I imagined a little kid dragging this You're thing so around good. with him day and night day and loving on it. Seriously, I almost did not give you it away. You are so good. There it is. Now listen. I almost didn't listen, give it away. I liked I it so much. When I saw it, it looked like something from The Shining. It's not. Yes. It's really... It is... Mike, It looks what. like a horror movie. Uh, you know what, Mike? I'm going to buy that back from you because I love it so much. I do. I really... Yeah. I, I, haven't, I thought people would go, you know, I thought there would be two responses. One, which Mine. was the major response. Yeah. And then I thought other people would kind of go, oh, that's so sweet. No, no one thought that. I, Everyone was horrified. I showed my wife last night and she was horrified. Mm-hmm. And I thought, maybe I've, miss, I've made a misstep mm-hmm. here. Anyway, it's a sweet little piece. I think it's a sweet little piece. It's stained. It's just like... It's someone else's stains. Let's just think about that. It is, but it's probably a little kid's like, 
loving stain thing, you know, right. just like could not get enough of Santa and was just all over that for probably a couple of years. Right. That's why I thought it was Or some cute. kind of hermit who was like, you know, I don't know, formaldehyzing animals in his basement <laughs> spilled some on the Santa. Anyway, it, it did provide a release and a, a, it released stress in the party. It did. Good job. Thank you so much. William Glaze is with us. Pastor Glaze joins us from Bethany Baptist Church, and he's here today to talk to us about such a thing, holiday stress busters. Hey, Bill, how are you, friend? Oh, I'm doing wonderful. How are you guys doing? Bill, it's the most horrific Santa you've ever it's seen. It's not. It really it, isn't. Stephen King <laughs> could make a 600-page novel out of just that. Maybe so. <laughs> exactly. Wow. Yeah, Bill, we're sorry you weren't here, but you're thinking about holiday stress busters, and John's right. When that was open today, whatever uncomfortability there was in the room, it instantly dissipated. Please tell me you have something a little more highbrow for us. Well, you know, I'm I'm looking at uh, you know how things that stress us out. Now, was that was that something that yes. stressed you out? Well, I mean, you know how the party holiday parties. You know how sometimes holiday parties are where you've got you know you're with people that you work with, and there's a little you know uncomfortability, a little bit of tension, tension, or a little bit of you're kind of sitting up straighter in your seat. Right, you're fraught. It's fraught with anticipation, mm-hmm. Bill, of things that might happen. Right, right. You know, and, and these are things that we have to anticipate and be prepared for. You know, when we go into uh, the parties, you know. Know, know what the uh, landscape is going to be like and, right. you know, and, and realize that, you know, we may have to make some adjustments to, to be able to deal with the stress of the party. You know, I mean, even in our families, you know, we, we deal with, uh, you know, being around relatives in the ho- during the holidays that uh, sometimes, you know, there's a little tension. You know, some sometimes we have that individual that does not agree with us politically and, you know, we can uh, see things kind of flare up. So, you know, I, I think uh, anticipation is the is the greatest uh, tool that we have to, to prepare for some of these uh, holiday stress parties. Yeah, that's good. A little anticipation, a little pre-planning. Okay, mm-hmm. so case in point. So last week at this time was Thanksgiving Day. Now, we hosted this year. We have a large family gathering. And at the very beginning of dinner, I said, let's pray. And so I prayed. Now, I know that, you know, there are several people in my family who are not believers. But I prayed, right. and I prayed in Jesus' name. And I believe that in some way, for the momentary sort of anxiety for some people, once we prayed in Jesus' name, I certainly relaxed as the host, and I think everybody had a good time. That was, and I'm not saying, you know, at the beginning of every party or holiday event, we would pray in Jesus' name, but man, if you're praying to Jesus' name, at least to yourself, with yourself, and perhaps your spouse, that's a good, that's a good way to start. Yeah, well, you know, and, and I look at this, you know, when in Rome, you got to do as the Romans do, right? Yeah. So when people are at your house, and the way that you pray, and the way that you end your prayer, you know, yeah. they have to understand that that's the way that it is. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... You know, I, I, you know it, was, it was interesting, at, at our house, uh, my five-year-old grandson, who was from Atlanta, he had uh, memorized the uh, the Lord's Prayer. Nice. And so, you know, we had all these people, you know, that were gathered. You know, we had about 25 people, and I asked him to come and, and pray. And he recited the uh, Lord's Prayer, and, you know, I, I mean, that, that kind of de-stressed everybody that, you know, the people that weren't saved, you know, they were impressed that he memorized the prayer, and the people that were saved, you know, were, were impressed that he was able to, you know, recite the prayer, and we were able to connect on on that level, you know, so... Uh, may, maybe the next year uh, to kind of reduce some of that stress, get one of your uh, uh, 
nephews or nieces or uh, five-year-olds to pray. You know, that, that, that'll kind of divert some of the, uh, the anxiety to you. That's fabulous. And, and also, too, I, I think that – I always do that also, too. I, I also think that, you know, uh, Bill, you and I are probably close to the same age, and I think how many more holidays do I have left in me? Do I, is there right. 10 more years, 20 more years, God willing, 30 more years? So time is short. So when I look at that, I don't want to get stressed out, and I want to love everybody, and I want to have patience with everybody. Right. You know, that, that, that's interesting that you say that because, you know, that's something that I often think, too. You know, how, how many more Christmas do I have left? You know, I, I'm like, I, I just, it's not how many birthdays, but, you know, I think about because Christmas is such a, you know, special time. Hey, you know, exactly how many Christmases do I have left on this earth? And like you said, you know, when you begin to do it in light of that, and even in Psalm 90, Moses said, Lord, teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, as we number our days, even as we number our Christmases, that, you know, we want to use our time wisely and, and use it, you know, not being stressed out, but, you know, use it to to worship. I mean, this is the time of the year when, when we celebrate the, the birth of our Savior. It should be a, a festive and worship time. You know, it, it was interesting, uh, you know, people... And, and I know it's happened to me, you know, you know, we play Christmas music in our car, and I think of that song, it's the most wonderful time of the year. And, you know, here we are in mall parking lots getting frustrated with people, and, you know, here we see on TV people beating each other up to get Christmas gifts, and yet and still this is the most wonderful time of the year. <laughs> so, you know, you know, we have to, right, you know, right. make, it, make it the most wonderful time of the year. That's good. Bill Glaze is with us, Bethany Baptist Church in Homewood, PA. Um, Bill, I, I, this is kind of a personal question, but it's hard being a pastor or being on a church staff during the Christmas holidays because for everyone else, it's a beautiful time and it's time of reflection. But for people who work in a church, it's just a time to grind out one right. service after another. How do you keep from getting to that place where it's just business or have you struggled with that? Well, I'll tell you what, what happened to me, and this was you know early on in my time here at Bethany, that you know we were going to all kinds of church parties and, and cantatas and plays and all that stuff. And we came home on Christmas Eve, and and we hadn't even put up a tree, wow. mm-hmm. you know. And 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 it was like, man, you need to tell me we've been that busy. Yeah. And so you know what you know what we do now is just you know uh, we we have we we cut out a lot of stuff here at the church, and we'll have our Christmas cantata, and uh, after that you know we pretty you know, and we'll do that maybe a week before Christmas, and after that we start shutting things down here, and and that's just uh, opened up you know, a lot of time for me to be with, you know, my family and, you know, for people here at the church, you know, to be with their family. You know, I was finding out that, you know, everybody at the church had a Christmas program, right? So there was like 10 or 15 Christmas programs. Mm. And who's the only person that has to be at all of them? The pastor. pastor. Everybody else pick, you know, they pick and choose what they want to go to. But, you know, I had to be at everything. So, you know, we kind of just, you know, started backing off of a, a lot of things here at the church, which really, you know, just took a lot of stress. Uh, was that hard? Was that, was that a hard decision for you, Bill? Did you feel guilty about that? Uh, no, I didn't because, I, you know, actually, you know, I, I encourage people here, you know, that there's other opportunities to, you know, go to other events. And so, you know, I, you know, if there's something here that we're not doing that, you know, that you are accustomed to doing, then there's other places that doing it, that's doing it. So, I mean, that, you know, I don't feel guilty, you know, because I think that people can still, you know, if they have a specific need during the Christmas season, that they can still have that met. That's good. 
Bill Glaze is with us. Bethany Baptist Church, also the host of Anchored in Jesus. It's heard 7 o'clock every evening, Monday through Friday here on Word FM. So, Bill, uh, before I let you go, of course, this is a wonderful time of year. It really, truly is. But there are many people who are walking around the walking wounded who are suffering depression or loss of a loved one or they just, you know, are not going to rise to the occasion of that most wonderful time of the year. How do you as a pastor engage with those people? Well, you know, I, I look at, you know, what Paul said in Philippians uh, chapter 4 and verse 13. You know, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So, I, you know, I realize that, you know, people are struggling. You know, we've had people this year that have lost people close to them. And one of the things I encourage people to do is to, you know, maybe go volunteer, uh, you know, at a soup kitchen, uh, to go, you know, help out, you know, uh, in, in certain areas where there's needs. I encourage other people in the congregation to try to connect with, you know, those that might be, you know, lonely and, you know, not allow them to be alone. So, you know, I, I think that the, the, the best thing you can do, you know, if people in that situation is to make connections, whether it's through service or whether it's through relationships, you know, to kind of, you know, help you work your way through this time of the year when you're dealing with that mm-hmm. loneliness or that sadness. Well, that's good advice, Bill. That sure is, Bill. Yeah, thanks. Well, you know, I, I just got to tell you how much I admire your decisions about how you, you know, run the church and the holidays. And, you know, I just, it's it's a common sense approach. And for all of the, you know, blog sites we read about how churches grow and how you have to do, you know, 16 services or you're, you know, not even trying, it's really refreshing. It sounds like you're at peace with what you guys do and do well. Amen. Yeah, it's, it's a, I, I can say this, that, you know, it's, it's a pretty stress, stressless. You know, I'm not going to say stress-free. Awesome. But, Good for yeah. you. Yeah. So, you know, the, you know, the Lord has uh, has blessed you with all, so I'm excited about that. Excellent. Well, Bill, oh, it's always great. a pleasure. You know, our, our monthly conversations mean a lot to Kathy and I, so we just uh, are glad you're part of the family here. And uh, to you and yours, a very Merry Christmas. Okay, and same to you, John. I just wanted to say, too, that I do use that sissy stick, so I just wanted to let you know. <laughs> oh, so you're one of the people you're going to ruin the earth. No, no, Bill. Listen, early on. <laughs> you know what? I, I, I told you I wanted to find something to call him out about on Instagram. Mm. This could be it. Oh, please. This is my moment. If someone calls you out and calls it a sissy stick, you're never going to use it again, Bill. I guarantee you. <laughs> hey, hey, I would have never thought of that name, John. You know, only you could have came up. You know, <laughs> John and I are grateful for the encouragement we have from all of our advertisers, and especially our friends at Grove. Grove City College. Thanks to everyone at Grove City for supporting the ride home. They blow into town with the wind, rain, and hail. Out-of-town storm chasers going door-to-door, often posing as a local company offering a quick fix to desperate homeowners. If you've had damage to your roof, windows, siding, or gutters and downspouts, you may be eligible to get them replaced or repaired free of charge. Just be careful who you call. Visit windowsruspittsburgh.com for a free inspection from one of their highly trained appraisers. With over 50 years in home remodeling, Windows R Us is the area's premier exterior replacement company for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, doors, and of course, windows. If damage isn't your issue and you just want something new, you'll love their no-pressure approach, no hidden fees, and one of the fastest turnaround times in the industry. A company who will never skip down when it comes to honoring their warranty. Visit the area's premier exterior replacement company at windowsruspittsburgh.com. Mention Word FM for an additional 10% off at windowsruspittsburgh.com. That's windowsruspittsburgh.com. 
turkey and stuffing, real mashed potatoes, sliced top round, Aunt Emma's broccoli casserole, chicken and gravy over buttermilk biscuits. Am I making you hungry yet? Hi, it's me, Marcia, from The Spring House. Do you have a special event coming up in your life? A shower, a wedding, graduation party, company party, anniversary event, or any occasion where you'd love to serve all-natural, farm-fresh foods? Then it's time to give The Spring House Catering Department a call at 724-228-3339. From your first conversation with Dawn, who will help you create a menu that's unique to you, to the beautiful, bounteous setup and display that my sister Jill and her crew create, you will be delighted. After every catering event, Jill tells our cooks, I wish I could take you with me so you could hear all the wonderful comments guests give us. Give us a call at 724-228-3339 or check out our extensive menu at springhousemarket.com for farm-fresh catering from the Springhouse. This is former Pirates manager Clint Hurdle for my friends at Urban Impact. What a privilege to work with an organization that truly understands that everyone matters. This year alone, their athletics, performing arts, education, and options programs have reached over 2,300 Northside kids and served over 42,000 meals. And thanks to an incredible $300,000 matching grant, your year-end gift can have twice the impact. So make a difference today. Donate now at uifpgh.org slash match. Get your truly free credit scores and free credit monitoring from Credit Karma today. Download the Credit Karma app now. Credit Karma, here's to progress. Tonight, turning cloudy with a low 32. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy with a shower round during the midday with a high of 45. Tomorrow night, partly cloudy with a low 25. Saturday, mostly sunny with a high of 38. Saturday night, mainly clear with a low of 28. Sunday, intervals of clouds and sunshine at a high of 49, and Monday mild with periods of rain and a high 53. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Gregory Patrick. Survey shows, John, that no. Americans wake up feeling grumpy an average of six times a week. Six out of seven days. Mm-hmm. People wake up grumpy. Holy smokes. Okay, so at, the, at our Christmas party today, our GM was talking about he gets up generally 5 a.m. Right. I mean, I'd be kind of grumpy if I was going up at 5 a.m. My husband gets up at 4.30. That's too early. It's, it, that's, that's way too early. Anything that has something less than a six in front of it is not a time to <laughs> wake up. I'm not doing and that. And i got to be honest, I don't even like the six. No, no, no. I'm much better with the seven. Okay, now see, so my kids are, are essentially grown and almost gone yes so those early days of all those years of especially from junior high to high school forward getting up at the crack of dawn to get everybody together and fight and argue and get the lunch and the breakfast and the you should eat this and i don't want to and uh, oh once that once that leaves yeah seriously i'm sleeping in now and i'm feeling pretty good about it good good i'm not waking up grumpy okay so did you wake up grumpy when you were going through that that phase with Mm -hmm. your kids not particularly as long as I have enough sleep, yeah, I'm fine. But if I have, you know, six hours, okay. Know, so I'm, what is this, now? What does this look like? I I feel like I need to know. Um, when you wake up, are you? Does it take you a while to kind of enter in? No, to, you, no, I'm up. What does that mean? It means like I'm up. Like I flicked, like you're talking. Yeah, like I flicked a switch and I'm like, hey, what's going on? Oh my god, I'm good to go. I, <laughs> It's a gift. I know that's a, Listen, a little gift. I, I am so. This is my wife's like that. 
She's slow. You are so lucky I know that I am. you Believe didn't me. marry me because I cannot stand that. <laughs> oh, what? No talking. What? No. I don't want any talking in the morning. No None. talking? No talking. For how long? Hour and a half. An hour and a half? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So I'd be happier with two. What? Oh, no, no, no. I'm no. like, I'm thinking about know. I say hi to the cats. Give them both a pet and a pat. And you're good to go. That's all I got. I mean, I'm not climbing the walls or anything like that. I'm but you're, just, are you, you're like peppy. I'm myself. Are you happy? Pretty much. Oh, my God. Hey, how you doing? Oh, yeah. my God. What's going on? That, it's a, I can't. I am horrible in the morning. Really? Horrible. Slow. slow. Terrible. Not necessarily slow. Just don't bother. Quiet. I need to be, a, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay, how about this? We went away with our small group uh, maybe three or four weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, Kath and I are in the same small group. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, <laughs> So, this was hilarious. So, so there, there were, what, 10, 10 adults there? Yeah. So, you know, they're up in the mountains. There's a nice place that we have up there. And, you know, and I, like like at 6 o'clock in the morning, I heard people got downstairs talking and laughing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I smiled to myself like, I love those guys. I love them, too. And I went right back to sleep. Me, too. And then by the time I woke up, I came downstairs, and I was surprised. It was 9.33 when I came downstairs. Mm-hmm. One of my good friends comes up to me, and he goes, you okay? Like, am I okay? What are you kidding me? I'm with all you guys. I just slept in. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. He thought that, like, you know, I was sleeping in was a sign of, like, depression or right. something. Right. <laughs> I was like, and hey, then you walked in sheepishly because you were the last one awake. Kind of, yeah. And you looked at me like you were kind of embarrassed. That right. you were, meanwhile, I beat you by, like, four minutes. <laughs> but I acted like I'd been there for a couple of hours. I didn't know. So, with 10 adults... Every one of them was oh. up way before us. Yeah, laughing, way before talking. us. <laughs> I mean, I don't care. I think you know we work. We have a late schedule. Yeah, you know we don't get home until seven o'clock at night, and then we We're have lucky. our our life to you know do in the evening. We're eating or whatever. I'm eating dinner at eight thirty. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah, yeah. I'm eating dinner at eight thirty too. So it's a different type of thing. Right. All of our friends were. I mean, up and laughing at five fifty. They're crazy. They're waiting four hours That's for us to get up. Crazy nuts. Anyway, so I'm, I'm sad for all the Americans that are waking up grumpy and average six, six out of days. seven days yeah. out of the week. I mean, I'm not saying I'm grumpy, but I'm going to be grumpy if I'm around somebody like you who's yapping. <laughs> <laughs> okay, take a break. Oh, oh, we're going to talk to Selena Zito. Don't miss this. We're talking about the Rust Belt, the election, and President Trump. 101.5 WORD. In poverty-stricken Ethiopia, children are suffering from severe acute malnutrition. They're starving and dying. But our ministry partners at Save the Children are there to help. Your $60 one-time gift can provide the ready-to-use therapeutic food, the emergency nutrition and medication to bring a child back from the brink of death. Every little bit you can give will make a huge difference. Please call now. From your cell phone, dial pound 250 at the prompt, say the keyword, Save the Children. You can give online at wordfm.com, keyword, Save the Children. Forevermark Diamond Tribute Collection for your courage, passion, determination, for your tenderness, spirit, and the way you love. For all that you are, the Forevermark Tribute Collection, a diamond for each of your qualities. Forevermark, beautiful, rare, responsibly sourced. Explore the Forevermark Tribute Collection at Trinity Jewelers Malnego Road. Visit trinityjewelers.com.
Oh, yes, yes, yes! Oh, where have you been? If you snore, the first time you use mute can be quite an experience. <laughs> I can breathe! I can breathe! Snoring can happen when your nose is blocked, forcing you to breathe through your mouth. Mute is a comfortable nasal breathing device designed to increase airflow through the nose by gently opening the airways. <laughs> Thanks to Mute, you get all the air you need through your nose and not your mouth, which means less snoring and more chance of sleep. Oh, that's the best night I've had in years. In trials, 75% of couples reported a reduction in snoring when using Mute. Available at Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid and other fine stores. To find your local store or for more information, go to MuteSnoring.com. Mute. Breathe more. Snore less. Sleep better. Get away without going far. Lose yourself without being lost. At Antiochian Village near historic Ligonier, 300 acres of pristine woodlands await to refresh and inspire you. With 100 hotel-style lodging rooms, 20 meeting rooms, amazing food, and award-winning desserts. It's 360 degrees of mountain views bathed in the warmth of Christian hospitality. Book your next church or youth retreat now at antiochianvillage.org. Extreme Car and Truck in Bridgeville can help protect your vehicle against anything the elements throw at it. Like spray-on bedliners to create a permanent lifetime barrier against impact, moisture, and corrosion. Their TST Rust Remedy covers stuff your manufacturer warranty doesn't, like road salt and fall detail to safeguard your paint job, your tires, your interior against winter's worst damage. And did I mention Extreme now offers custom graphics? Extreme Car and Truck in Bridgeville for the extreme in all of us at extremetruck.net. Selena Zito is back with us. Selena is the author of The Great Revolt, Inside the Populist Coalition, Reshaping America's Politics. Selena is a writer for the Washington Examiner, the New York Post. She previously wrote for The Atlantic and spent 11 years covering national politics for the Pittsburgh Tribune Review. Her latest from the New York Post, Rust Belt Voters on Trump, I'd Vote for Him Again in a Heartbeat. Selena, welcome back and uh, congratulations to you. Oh, uh, thanks so much for having me back. Always um, And thanks. Um, it's it's uh, very proud of uh, the exhaustive work to to do the book and and sort of give people a blueprint in understanding uh, whether you are a Trump supporter or not who this new uh, populist conservative co- coalition is that uh, placed him in office. And I think people always think that he caused this. Uh, when actuality, he is the result of these mm. voters. Nice. Mm-hmm. So, Selena, you've essentially come full circle in the years since you wrote uh, The Great Revolt. Talk to us about the premise of the book and the revisit. So the premise of the book was in 2016, I I, I fully understood that Donald Trump was going to win the election. Uh, and that is because I spent my time, as I always do as a reporter, on the back roads um, of this country, in particular Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Ohio, and Iowa. Uh, that's where you uh, fully understand when you spend time in people's communities and you travel between counties and towns, you understand uh, where things are going well economically and when there is despair and how uh, D.C. has sort of uh, left these people's interests uh, and, their, more importantly, their communities behind. 
Uh, and so when I was out there in 2016, I, I, saw this, I started to see these different archetypes of voters. Uh, you know, the, we gave them sort of, you know, cute names. Uh, there's girl gunpowder. Uh, these are uh, suburban, college-educated women who identify themselves as feminists. Uh, most reporters miss them as part of this coalition. Uh, but the thing that is most important to them as a feminist, which means you believe in empowering yourself, is the Second Amendment. And nothing is more mm. empowering to someone, a particular a female, than the ability to be able to protect yourself and your family and your property. Uh, so that was that was a co- that was an archetype of the voter that was missed. Interesting. Uh, same as with uh, what we called. King Cyrus Christians, these are evangelical and conservative Catholics um, who found themselves um, putting their values behind and voting for uh, their, their not, I shouldn't say put their values behind, but, um, you know, be able to, to vote for a three-time married Howard Stern regular playboy dating brash New Yorker um, because he, they understood uh, that he was going to stand up for the things that were most important to him, to them, which meant the issue of life, but also justices and Supreme Court picks. Uh, and those are just two of the seven different archetypes. Mm. And we decided to go back out for the paperback to revisit and understand what 2018 meant. A lot of people uh, in my profession believed that it, it was the end of the Trump coalition. It's not, and that's explained in the book. And also to take a look at what to expect in uh, 2020. Michigan, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Ohio, and Iowa remain the most important states in this election, followed by North Carolina and Florida. And you can see this, this, these archetypes of voters everywhere. And the most important thing that we found to date is nobody's mind has changed. Wow. Really? So in this article that uh, you wrote for the New York Post, Rust Belt Voters on Trump, I'd vote for him again in a heartbeat, you went back out and you found those people that you originally interviewed, and that's what you found. The people are going to stay the same. They are still connecting with Donald Trump. Yes, they're absolutely, most importantly, they're still connected to their community. You know, people think this election was about Trump. It wasn't. It was about their communities and the health and well-being of their communities, which they saw as places that had been left behind by the elites and the academics uh, and, and sort of the intellectuals that, and institutions that essentially run not just government and politics, but also culture in entertainment and in sports and in a variety of different corporate ways. And so this this coalition doesn't just impact politics. So we have two chapters on that. It also impacts how we shop and how we buy and how we consume and 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 where their vote goes next. Mm-hmm. So as these people are processing what Trump has been like as president, now, of course, that's what's different from 2016, is they were processing what he's like as a candidate or what they knew about him beforehand. Well, we have more information now. We have, I don't, I don't know how many tweets we have since he started uh, in office. But we have all of that. We have a lot of decisions he made. I'm wondering if any of those things impacted the people you spoke with, like the withdrawal of troops from Syria. Did that impact anyone? Has, has the incessant tweeting made any difference to these voters? 
No, no, not at all. Um, look, there was a level of, well, they knew who this guy was, right? People forget that he was in their living room for 30 years, right. um, you know, on, on television or in Time Magazine or on the news or on the cable channels. He was everywhere. They knew that, the, the, that this guy uh, wasn't someone, you know, he's the opposite of, of, of President Obama. Voters genuinely liked President Obama, and but they didn't like his policies. Uh, uh, with Trump, they don't really like him, but they love his policies. It's just like the other—it's the other side of the coin. Mm. And 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 you know, I think um, that is the thing that people that don't live in these communities in these areas and people who don't know anyone who voted for Trump really struggle with understanding uh, because they, but they also have not walked in their shoes. Part of the problem in my profession is that the majority of uh, news professionals live and work in Washington and in Washington and New York. Now that's not a bad thing, except these are the, you know, top zip codes in this in this country, the most wealthiest counties in this country. And they went to the best schools. So they only know people that look and act and um, behave in the way that they do. That's who they socialize with. That's who they um, stand on the sidelines at the soccer games and the swim meets. It's not a bad thing. It's just that they don't know anybody that lives outside of that area that maybe sits in a pew every Sunday who, who, who owns um, a gun, who, who, who went to the same Ivy League school that they did but decided to live in Erie County or Washington County. And, and those kinds of suburban voters um, who are no different in education or success than voters that are in Northern Virginia, those kind of voters in Washington County and Erie County and Allegheny County, so those suburban voters, um, they're more likely to vote for Trump because they know a variety of different people with a, do- a variety of different mm. economic backgrounds. Well, that's fascinating. Selena Zito's with us, author of The Great Revolt Inside the Populist Coalition, Reshaping American Politics. The paperback version of The Great Revolt releases this month. So, Selena, as you're back out on the road in Pennsylvania, Ohio, Iowa, as you talked about, and you look at President Trump, where he is as the president, and you go over to the Democratic side. You see Joe Biden, and then you see a wackadoodle sort of roster of all the different progressive candidates out there. When you crystal ball and you look forward to next year, the election in 2020, what are you thinking? What do you see? Uh, I think, uh, you know, my Republican friends in in D.C. are most worried about a a ticket that's like Pete Buttigieg and Kamala Harris. Um, uh, I, I, I don't think that ticket would challenge uh, Trump in the way maybe a ticket with Joe Biden on it. Uh, and while Joe Biden has lost his step and uh, he he sometimes says goofy things, the president sometimes says goofy things, too. Uh, so um, I, I think that Biden is the one, the only one out of all the ones that are running right now that, that stands a chance of in challenging Trump and making this election close. Really? A, a, a challenger such as Warren is sort of a disaster for Democrats in Pennsylvania. And, you know, she has said that she would ban fracking on day one. Well, that is going to cause a lot of Democratic voters and Republican voters uh, who wouldn't vote for Trump to just not 
don't show up to vote at all. They're not going to vote against their pocketbook. Sure. So uh, we we read a little bit earlier uh, today, Selena, that there's talk that Hillary Clinton said if uh, once Joe Biden leaves the race, she would uh, think about stepping in. What do you think? (laughs) (laughs) That says Um, it all. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. I can't even comment on that. Um, She is still... She has still proven that she doesn't get what happened right. in 2016. Yeah. She still makes fun of people that voted for Trump. You know, that that's not how you win these voters back. And you do, do need to win some of these voters back yeah. in order to form a coalition and be able to win. And to me, she has not demonstrated um, any sort of regret or remorse in how she uh, treated those voters. That's interesting. All right, Selena, last question for you. Um, is there anything that, okay, so if, what's the attraction to Joe Biden over the Buttigieg Kamala Harris ticket that we're talking, we're talking about potentials here? But what is it? Is it that, that he's older, that he's connected with Obama, that, that he's not as maybe lefty as, lefty as they are? The, the problem for Buttigieg is is that he really just falls flat with uh, black voters. Yeah. Uh, and and you, the, the, the African-American vote is incredibly important, is, is part of the Democratic coalition. And it's not that they'll vote for Trump. Maybe they will. Maybe some will. But it's more that they'll just sit home, stay at home and sit on their hands. Now, this has nothing to do with Pete Buttigieg being white. It has everything to do with his policies um, and and his uh, elitism. Uh, Joe Biden doesn't possess that elitism. Mm-hmm. He is someone who connects with the black voter much in a way that Bill Clinton was able to uh, able to. And 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 Buttigieg, um, you know, he he has he is a very is a man of deep faith. But he is also a man who who tends to pit different Christian denominations against each other. Um, Christians don't like that. Yeah. That just just does not fly, and and that's going to also be part of his challenge uh, with the black vote. Yes. Well, Selena, uh, politics are, is always grand theater. So for the next uh, few months, as we head into twenty twenty, the year ahead, we're looking at some incredible opera that's coming our way. I mean, hold on to your hats; <laughs> it's wild stuff. Hey, Selena. So talk for a second about the Great Revolt, the paperback edition. We also know the Great Revolt's a bestseller now. Yeah, it, it is. You can, um, if you go to my website, it's just my name, S-A-L-E-N-A-Z-I-T-O. Not only can you find the paperback edition or if you want the, the hardback or audio, whatever you prefer, um, but, uh, but also you can sign up for my emails. Um, they're free. They're not fattening. And um, <laughs> they're fun. Fabulous. And uh, I take you across the country so that you can see what I see through, um, through the stories of the people that I interview. Outstanding. Congratulations, Selena. Thanks for being here. For sure. We always appreciate Selena's wisdom, her heart, and her common sense roots here from Western Pennsylvania. Selena Zito, author of The Great Revolt. Every day across Western Pennsylvania, tough breaks happen to honest folks. Layoffs happen to single parents. Evictions happen to families with babies. And empty bank accounts happen to hungry people. But thankfully, every day in our community, good people happen to bad things. 
Your sustaining monthly gift of just $25 doubles the Salvation Army's ability to assist our neighbors battling poverty and help them win. Join the fight for good by texting Word FM to 91999. Join Ireland's own Keith and Kristen Getty, known for In Christ Alone, for their ninth annual Sing, an Irish Christmas tour. Featured on public television, the BBC and TVN, the Gettys are joined by their incredible band, fusing Celtic, Americana, modern, and classical music for a vibrant celebration of the season. Build lifelong memories at Sing, an Irish Christmas. For tickets and information, visit gettymusic.com slash Christmas. Coming to the Benenham Center in Pittsburgh on December 12th. When was the last time that your kids had fun at the dentist's office? Stock Family Dentistry, where exceptional dentistry meets compassionate care. It's really important that the kids have a great and fun first few experiences. Moms really appreciate the time that we spend to make sure that their kids are not feeling rushed and that we really have a lot of fun in the office. My mommy is a really good dentist and she'll take good care of you. Harry Highway in Wexford. You have my word on it. At StockFamilyDentistry.com. As we enter this holiday season, we've stopped to reflect on what we're grateful for. This is Greg Trzinski, and at the Original Mattress Factory, we're grateful for you, our loyal customers. With your support, more than half of our business comes from repeat customers and referrals. And we have been hometown made for nearly 30 years. So thank you. We look forward to building new relationships and providing the high quality and great value that you've come to expect from the Original Mattress Factory. We wish you and your family a happy and healthy holiday season and a wonderful new year. Here at the Original Mattress Factory, we want to know, is it better to give or to receive? This holiday season, one local winner won't have to choose. In the spirit of the season, we will be giving away a queen-size orthopedic luxury firm mattress set to a local winner and providing another set to be donated to a nearby charity. Visit any Original Mattress Factory location by December 18th to enter and for all official rules. No purchase is necessary to win, but eligibility restrictions do apply. We wish you and your family a holiday season that's filled with cheer and goodwill. Camping in the great outdoors can be a lot of fun, but it's not the most conducive environment for your next retreat. Antiochian Village offers the best of both worlds, with 300 acres of beautiful woodlands near historic Ligonier, plus all the technology and connectivity you need to make your retreat a success. With 100 hotel-style guest rooms, 18 meeting rooms, and several outstanding full-service dining menus, 10,000 guests every year can't be wrong. Antiochian Village. Book now at antiochianvillage.org. So it looks like Bill Mazeroski, the pirate great, is moving. I mean, he's up there in years, and he's uh, leaving western Pennsylvania, headed towards the, uh, the eastern part of the state to be with family. But as he leaves his 19 acres in Hemfield Township, he's also cleaning house and getting rid of a ton of precious sports memorabilia. Uh, this is coming up really soon, and you, you're invited to come to this auction. The auction. I am, personally? Yes, you did are. Did he mention me? He did not. But uh, you, as part of the, in air quotes, general public, mm-hmm. auction will start at 10 o'clock this Saturday at Hamilton Auto Sales. Okay. Remember that? Yeah. The Ham Good ham good Deal? Oh, Ham Good Deal. Was that Hamilton Auto uh, Sales? Yeah, uh-huh, yeah, Route 30 North Huntington. Uh, included in the sale will be a ball signed by Pirates legend Roberto Clemente, hundreds of signed photos, baseballs, bats, Mazeroski's game-warm uniforms, baseball gloves, trading cards, sports trophies, watches the legend received as gifts, and it all takes place uh, this Saturday. Wow. Mm-hmm. Now, when I was young, I used to think that stories like this were unbelievably sad. 
what? That they I were divesting when, themselves? when Rocky Blyer hawked his uh, Super Bowl ring. Right. And that, well, that is kind of sad. Well, it, I mean, it is sad. But now that I'm older, I do realize the fact that that's actually probably more meaningful to fans oh, yeah. than it is to the actual people that were in it. Well, so there's a photograph, this really famous photo of him kissing Bill Mazeroski, kissing the bat that he hit the home run with. Okay. That's not being sold. Oh, okay. The family's hanging on yeah. to that. Okay, so, so I'm sure there are very things, select yeah. things that they're going to hang See, on to. See, that's fine. Sure it is. Like... Um, sports heroics are really for the fans. Oh, yeah. So you can own a little piece of Bill Mazeroski's legacy. Sure. That's super cool. I, and I, I and go. give him a parting gift for his retirement fund. Right. And then stop on by and get a ham good deal. <laughs> Just saying. All right, take a break. Hey, 5 o'clock hour. You do not want to miss it. we got lots going on. I'm not quite sure what that Michael is. Michael Bloomberg but... says he's earned his place in heaven. Oh, my gosh. Buying his way in. Sharing the word that changes the world. 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh, a service of Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says she is moving ahead with articles of impeachment against President Trump. Pelosi says the facts are uncontested. The president abused his power for his own personal political benefit at the expense of our national security by withholding military aid and crucial Oval Office meeting in exchange for an announcement of an investigation into his political rival. But House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy warns that the Democrats' impeachment push will fail. I am more confident that the bipartisan vote on impeachment that comes to the floor will be no. President Trump tweeted that if the House Democrats are going to impeach him, he wants them to do it now, fast, so he can get on to the Senate trial. On Wall Street, the Dow by 28 points, the Nasdaq rose four, the S&P advanced four, and oil up a penny to $58.44. This is SRN News. The Forever Mark Diamond Tribute Collection. For your courage, passion, determination, for your tenderness, spirit, and the way you love. For all that you are, the Forever Mark Tribute Collection. A diamond for each of your qualities. Forevermark. Beautiful, rare, responsibly sourced. Explore the Forevermark Tribute Collection at Trinity Jewelers Mount Nebo Road. Visit TrinityJewelers.com. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, driven by Calusi Chevrolet, serving the Pittsburgh area for over 100 years. Thinking about life insurance? Did you know in just a few minutes you can find the best price from up to 10 price competitive companies for free? You can with SelectQuote. For example, George is 39. He was getting sky-high quotes from other companies because he takes meds to control his blood pressure. But when I shopped around, I found him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $22 a month. I'm SelectQuote agent Dan Savino, and believe me, if SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call 800-494-2323. That's 800-494-2323. 800-494-2323. Or go to selectquote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. This Christmas, put 36 holes in your golf lover's stocking for half the price with the Salem Half Price Golf Card. Get half-off savings now while supplies last. 
Good for 18 holes at Pheasant Ridge and 18 more at Harmony Ridge. With cart, just $53. Order now before they're gone at pittsburgh.discountshoppingclub.com. So find some stockings and put a hole in one at pittsburgh.discountshoppingclub.com. So what would you do with an extra $500 a month in your budget? 500 bucks. This isn't hypothetical, by the way. This is something you may need to think about very soon if you decide to become a member of MediShare. MediShare is a way to pay for your health care, and typically it costs $500 less per month for a family versus other health care plans. So seriously, think about this. You could pay off loans, pay down a mortgage, save the money for retirement, donate to charity. That would be a big deal. But you know what? Here's the best thing. MediShare works. It's a Christian healthcare sharing ministry with 400,000 members. They've shared over $2 billion in medical bills so they can help share your needs too. And with MediShare, not only do you save, you don't have to pay for things you don't believe in. And that's a beautiful thing too. So here's how you can find out more, and you might actually wind up saving even more than $500 a month. So check into it. 844-51-BIBLE. That's 844-51-BIBLE. 844-51-BIBLE. Tonight, turning cloudy with a low 32. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy with a shower round during the midday with a high 45. Tomorrow night, partly cloudy with a low 25. Saturday, mostly sunny with a high of 38. Saturday night, mainly clear with a low of 28. Sunday, intervals of clouds and sunshine at a high of 49. And Monday, mild with periods of rain and a high 53. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Gregory Patrick. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon. Thanks for coming along. Sun sets on this. It's cold out there, isn't it? Oh, my gosh. Listen, when I came in today at 1230. Mm. (laughs) It was cold. Really cold. Yeah. Uh, Just a a shout out again, because we had our Christmas party, which is, I like a Christmas party. I enjoy Christmas party. When I I was a kid, I always had anxiety about corporate Christmas parties. Like I thought, I would always project myself as a weird kid. I would project myself like you know at ten, thinking about adults at a Christmas party and me somehow messing some, things up. Like somehow you were going to embarrass yourself. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Wow. I, I mean, know. I've had anxieties about a lot of things, but the Christmas party is never one. Really? I remember thinking about it. I think oh, that's, you know. not yet. I mean, now that you brought it up, I might be able to work that into my. Daily anxieties, or at least yearly anxieties. No, and I was proud because I did not embarrass myself. No, you didn't. You're always enjoyable to have it function, John. (laughs) Thank you so much. Okay, Michael Bloomberg, the the former mayor of New York City. The multi-billionaire. Yes, who apparently is throwing his hat in the ring for the Democratic nomination for president of the United He's States. He's dissatisfied with all of the options we've had for the last 12 months. Right. So the mayor, As are most of us, to yes. be honest. Well, the mayor is starting a, a gun control advocacy group following his uh, last venture with mayors against the illegal guns. But this time, instead of focusing on television ads, he wants to build a grassroots network that can rival the National Rifle Association. Uh, Michael Bloomberg, the billionaire, is pouring $50 million uh, of his money into the effort. Now, I'm reading uh, an article from The Atlantic. Okay. But as I'm reading the article, uh, the the author of this, um, uh, Matthew Villanabros, he says this, Bloomberg is proud of himself, too, and, and ready for his judgment day. Quote, this is Bloomberg, I am telling you, if there is a God, 
When I get to heaven, I'm not stopping to be interviewed. I am heading straight in. I have earned my place in heaven. It's not even close. <laughs> That's only a billionaire, I think, would speak like that, or, or a billionaire fool, right? I mean, I am telling you, if there is a God, when I get to heaven, I am not stopping to be interviewed. So he's going to run right by Peter. I am heading straight in. I have earned my place in heaven. It's not even close. Oh Can you, what, who thinks I, like that? Who thinks that? Who says okay, that? Okay, but the, the partner question to yours is who says it? <laughs> yeah. To a reporter, nonetheless. I mean, could. Okay, I wonder. It's not even close. Is Michael Bloomberg ever at any time sitting down and thinking about the cosmos, the immensity of the universe, our solar system, our galaxy, uh, the amazing forces that go into what we even understand, which is a, a, a tiny bit about our own planet? That the God who created all of that, who keeps all that emotion, is the one who's judging you. Does that not give you any sense of humility, any sense of I know nothing? So that's somebody who doesn't really doesn't really think there is a God. I mean, if he that says, if I'm that God you, is if there is a God, if that God is so easily impressed by what Michael Bloomberg has done, he's not really much of a God. Well, really, he's a lot like Michael Bloomberg. Think about it in these terms. Here's a guy who has lived in New York City probably most of his adult life. He is a billionaire, so no doubt he lives in a palatial penthouse somewhere 60 stories above the fray in New York City. He doesn't have to deal with any of the clutter of life that you and I and the common people do. He is above all that. And so beyond being super wealthy and having whatever his heart desires, you would think that all that conversation about God or introspection would not be part of his life. And I'm not you know, trying to, to rip into Michael Bloomberg, but I think it's just what they call privilege today. This is an example of that with an exclamation mm. point. That's, that's what I think. I don't want it. If that's, if that's what privilege is, if that makes makes us think that God is like us, then we should run away from privilege. But at the same time, when you and I watch that Bill Gates documentary, and I'm not saying Bill Gates, I don't know anything about his spiritual life. But that was a whole different perspective on life. Yes. And I'm sure Bill Gates is richer than Michael Bloomberg. However, you know, that that kind of that match of dollars, once you read that stratosphere, right. it only okay, matters so, to them. Okay, so let's do a little bit of a comparison. And we're talking about the Netflix documentary on Bill Gates, which is called Inside Bill's Brain. Right. It's fabulous. It's Please fabulous. It. It's only three uh, episodes. About 50 minutes each or so. But each episode introduces you in, in multifaceted ways into how Bill Gates thinks, the kinds of ideas that he has, the kind of tasks that occupy his day and the kind of goals he has, the things he wants to do. Listen to me. It is so humbling. I, when I watched episode one, I seriously thought to myself, I have never cared 
about the poor as much as Bill Gates does. <laughs> never have. Yeah. I never have. He, his heart and brain are big. Yeah. Big. And he looks at creation with wonder. That's what's missing from the Michael Bloomberg statement. And again, I don't mean to pick on him either. And I hope that this isn't representative of how he looks at the world, his future, eternity. And, I, and it's only one statement, right? Right, been, right. So I, I don't want to... But ma- it is a bold I, statement. Right. I don't want to make this representative of all of him. But there is something so beautiful about seeing a person as capable as Bill Gates is absolutely in love with the wonder of the world yeah i agree so someone that big with such an ego and sense of self i mean to me when i hear that when i read that the first time i kind of i got scared I, I, you should have got right, yeah. I, I, I got. I, I, I felt the same way. Right. I'm like, oh, oh, don't say don't that. Don't say that. Please, you don't know, say that. Uh, get, get on your knees. Yep. Because God yep. is with us, yep. and He will take you in a heartbeat. I'm telling you, if there is a God, when I get to heaven, I'm not stopping to be interviewed. I'm heading straight in. I've earned my place in heaven. It's not even close. Okay. I, I can't imagine thinking that or saying All it. All right. So I, so I God, it, it, it's right here. I have I have to read some of Romans one because okay. I just I think it's so important. The wrath of God is being revealed from heaven against all the godlessness and wickedness of men who suppress the truth by their wickedness, since what may be known about God is plain to them, because God has made it plain. For since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood from what has been made, so that men are without excuse." For although they knew God, they neither glorified him as God nor gave thanks to him, but in their thinking they became futile, and their foolish hearts were darkened. Although they claimed to be wise, they became fools and exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images made to look like mortal man and birds and animals and reptiles. That's convicting. Isn't it? It's convicting for all of us. Okay, so I I think that... When people uh, ascend to such power and influence and prestige, that what they do, and again, I, I don't know, Michael, but I'm, this is my conjecture on, on people like that, that you lose your sense of self, that you become, you become the story of life. And everything else is beneath you or below you. And so you can't identify with the daily struggles, the toil of what it is to pay your electric bill or to, you know, just make things work enough to survive another day. Because that great wealth gives you the sense of I can do Mm -hmm. anything. So maybe we should be afraid of that type of success as opposed to seeking after it so you much. Got that right, right. And we look at we look at Jesus. Look how he lived. He was a man of sorrows. He was acquainted with suffering. He didn't have a place to lay his head. He lost his dad. He lost his cousin, John the Baptist. He saw violence all around him. He was confronted by the injustices of government. He saw the sick and the poor, he lived and hung out with prostitutes and unsavory people. That's not a life of success in no. the way we look at it in our society. That is that is a life of abject weirdness. 
And yet that was the Son of God, the Son of Man. So in our brokenness, there is strength. There is strength. There's strength in sorrow Mm -hmm. and sadness and weakness. Because that's when God is strong. So as one of our callers said, which I think about often, don't believe that lie. Do not believe that lie. The strength is in the Lord. Everything else, meh. We'll take a break. we got lots more ahead. Stick around. It's a ride home with John and Kathy. Um, Hillary Clinton running for president, maybe? I don't know. Colleges struggling with soaring demand for counseling? That's next on the ride home. 101.5 WORD. What sin has hindered you in life? You know, the one sin that always trips you up. Can you think of it? Well, join us as our teacher, Dr. J. Vernon McGee, answers this question for himself this week in our continuing study of Hebrews on Through the Bible. Through the Bible, this evening at 9 p.m. on 101.5 WORD. For your next event, instead of worrying about catering to your guests, why not just enjoy them? The Cooked Goose Catering Company provides homemade satisfaction that puts you at ease, whatever the occasion, like their roast beef and stuffed chicken breast. With mashed or roasted potatoes and green beans, just $10.95 a person. Visit cookedgoosecatering.com slash word and see what's cooking. The Cooked Goose Catering Company, just good food. This is Chris Abernethy of Abernethy and Hagerman. You don't want the government deciding what happens to your estate or how much they will take. At Abernethy and Hagerman, estate administration is the heart and soul of our practice. We have the experience to help not only plan, but administer your estate properly to protect your assets, minimize taxes, and ensure that your inheritance gets to the ones you love. Decide for yourself. Abernethy and Hagerman, legal help that lasts a lifetime. Visit a-h.law. Today's world craves leaders. Leaders with vision, moral character, and independent thinking. Leaders aren't born, they're made. And since 1986, Rama Christian School in Moon has laid the foundation that makes leaders through academic and extracurricular activities designed to be as instructional as they are competitive, through mission and service opportunities, arts and athletics, an independent school where pre-K through 8th grade students are formed to become the independent leaders of tomorrow. Schedule a tour at ramachristianschool.org. Impact Mortgage Corp. DBA Cash Call Mortgage. NMLS 128231 Equal Housing Lender. Not licensed in all states, including New York. Offer not available in Washington. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms and restrictions. Happy holidays from your friends at Cash Call Mortgage. While other companies are trying to get you to spend money this time of year, at Cash Call Mortgage, we encourage our customers to save money by refinancing and lowering their monthly mortgage interest rate. Imagine that, saving money during the holidays instead of spending it. At Cash Call Mortgage, we like that idea and offer low interest rates to back it up. So if you have an interest rate higher than 2.99%, Give us a call to see if we can lower your monthly mortgage payment and save you money. And because we're a direct lender, we can close your refi in as fast as 20 days with no upfront deposit. The holidays are coming fast, so get the extra cash you need now with a mortgage refi from Cash Call Mortgage. For a free quote to see if you qualify, call Cash Call Mortgage at 800-299-1364. That's 800-299-1364. 800-299-1364. Veterans face treacherous situations filled with peril while serving our country. Many veterans come home physically injured, suffering with PTSD, have traumatic brain injuries or other ailments. Treatment is available. 
but we need your help. Help Heal Veterans with the support of generous citizens like you improves veterans' lives on a daily basis across the United States. For over 45 years, Help Heal Veterans has provided over 30 million therapeutic art kits and craft projects to these critically injured veterans at no charge to them. Doctors, therapists, and brain injury experts recommend this type of therapy. Since the beginning of World War I, over 100 years ago, art and craft therapy has proven to improve gross motor skills, improve memory, and lessen anger issues in healing veterans. To volunteer or learn more, visit HealVets.org. Help a veteran. Visit HealVets.org. The Associated Press has produced an article of amazing length on the struggle that colleges in America are going through trying to meet student demand for mental health counseling. Now, I've read a lot of AP stories, and they're usually pretty short, right? This is an in-depth study of American universities and how incredibly quickly the demand for mental health counseling has gone up, especially in the last five years. Listen to this, John. Since 2014, the number of students receiving mental health treatment at universities has grown by 35%. But the total enrollment at the school is only up by five. By last year, nearly one in 10 students were coming for help, but the number of licensed counselors hasn't changed. So the people who are doing the counseling on university campuses are, according to this article, really seriously overwhelmed. To the wall, nonstop. And what about those percentage of kids who do need the counseling, but are fearful to show up and so they don't get it? These are the people who are showing up. Right. What about that army behind them who are not showing up? I mean, it is an epidemic. Now, you could paint a lot of different pictures uh, on this scenario because we've talked you know, many times about what's happening on college campuses, about how kids are, you know, banning this or snowflake that, mm-hmm. uh, all the different, you know. All of a sudden, instead of the university being a great stew pot of ideas and perspectives, now it's becoming this, dare I say, fascistic perspective on only one idea is allowed to be stated. And if you believe the other thing or say the other thing, then we can't even have you here. Right. And then you fold in social media, all that competition from, you know, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, You yada, fold yada. in students coming from broken homes who've experienced a lot of sadness at home and they're living in an era where there have been mass shootings. There's there are a lot of contributing factors to why we see this huge demand rising and rising. And you fold in people who, especially college-age students, who have turned away from their faith, the faith of their youth, and now they're alone for the first time as you know young adults and left to their own devices where now there's freedom towards sex, alcohol, and drugs. All of that, in many ways, I believe, is what you're talking about, Kath, a perfect storm where they're at the barricades of the counselor's office saying, help me, help me, help me. Right. And unfortunately, there just aren't enough therapists at the door waiting to hear from students. The ones that are there are just feeling – I mean, there were a couple uh, quotes in this. It just made me – this is Jamie Davidson, Associate Vice President for Student Wellness at the University of Nevada, Las Vegas. She said – It's an incredible struggle, to be honest. It's so stressful 
on our staff and on our resources. We've increased the number of therapists we have, but you're never going to talk to anyone in the mental health field who tells you that we have sufficient resources. Hmm. I mean, this poor woman. So she must be nonstop as well. She is. It sounds like, and there's one story after another. Um, talking, there was a, Dr. William Erb, Senior Director of Student Health Services at Utah Valley, said stories like this are not uncommon. You know, he's talking about how long it takes people to actually get an appointment. So a large portion of the story are one tale after another of students that decide they do need mental health intervention and they go to sign up and they find that they can't see someone for 30 days wow. or 40 days. So then those kids are the kids that fall through the cracks, right? That they would, you're waiting or 30 or 40 a, days. Or have a mental collapse and they have to leave school altogether. Right. I mean... Uh, okay, so what do you think about the rise in... in and it drives me a little crazy that it seems like everybody between the ages of 13 and 23 has some diagnosed mental health condition. Right. I mean, look at look at the, the spike in kids on medication, right? ADD, anxiety disorders, all that thing, right, which is run by the health of the, the pharma corporations. So all of a sudden, everyone's either taking over-the-counter pills or they're going to get high uh, whether you know they're smoking weed or they're popping Xanax or things like that. Okay, but there has to be something that's caused that there, there is an underlying or multiple underlying issues which are causing it to happen. So I'm just, I think I'm trying to tell myself to dial back my irritation at the fact that it's just so. I just feel like it's rampant everywhere, and then try to figure out what is causing that to happen. What about kids who hang out at your house? Yeah. Kids that you've known for the last decade as your kids are growing up. The healthiest kids who hang out at my house are the kids who are not on social media. Really? Yeah, I know that's true. Is that right? I mean, my, my both of my sons have friends who come over and for whatever reason, whether you know their parents delayed the um, the admission of social media into their lives or the kids themselves had the wisdom to not be part of it and go, I'm not going to do that. To me, those are the healthiest kids. Those are the kids mm-hmm. who, when they see me, are able to sit down in the living room, have a conversation for a long time, and just kind of hang out without any care. Okay, the kids who've come to my house who, who are the healthiest are kids who have a regular, and by regular, I mean every week, involvement in a church. Uh-huh. Yeah, that makes sense. And most of the kids, I would say like 90% of the kids I'm thinking of, have parents who are actively involved in a church. Mm-hmm. So it's not just – for some kids, it is that they go to youth group with a friend every week. But most of them, they're going to church with their parents. Right. Because the pattern is made, right? That whole thing is there. You see it. I mean, we see it in our own kids. Not that our kids are perfect by no. any stretch of the imagination, but I'm grateful. Listen, when, when I was 17, when I was 19, when I was 22, I wasn't going to church with my parents. Right. I just wasn't. Right. Right. I had moved on to a life of my own making, which, of course, didn't turn out that great for a long time <laughs> until I you know, came back. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I mean, it's easy to point the finger at uh, you know, your iPhone. I think that – to me, that's the, that's the great seismic change from past generations. Yeah, and it is huge. It is. I mean – And, you, and the, what it has given you access to, whether you're talking social media or you're talking porn yes. or you're talking just – Everything. An, an overuse of uh, – uh, 
unbelievable repository of entertainment. Yes. Whether it's gaming or it's Netflix or it's whatever. There's just – it's like it's taken away – it's like we threw the fetters off and now we're just living this existence where there's so many opportunities and so much potential that we're just overwhelmed and we act stupid. Yep. And now one of my kids oh, – my, my – uh, my 22-year-old, he was home over the Thanksgiving break, and he was talking to me about uh, some such subject. He, he's, a, he's a good communicator, and we were just you know going downstream with the conversation. And at one point, he was going, we this and we that and did it, but we, and I was like, wait, wait, wait. who's we? Who, who are you talking about? He goes, oh, my Reddit, my Reddit stream. My Reddit stream? Yeah, we on Reddit. What? So- He's on Reddit and, you know, he's in rooms with other guys, other people that are like-minded on certain subjects. And so subjects. those are like his... His community. We. I mean, and it wasn't ironic or it wasn't... It was just a, a statement of fact. We. And, you know, he's talking about vintage photography that he's interested in or some kind of, you know, community that of, of movie buffs and things like that. But it was a strong we. So I believe that that's where it is now. Does he know any of those people? No, never. No. Who was talking about um, about the uh, Secret Santa? Oh, I know. Um, somebody. Um, uh, somebody. One, my youngest son is on social media, and from his Reddit thing, he's doing a Secret Santa. And I'm like, Secret Santa for people who you don't know. Ten thousand people. What? Ten thousand people. And I said, so. Who's who's your guy? He goes, oh, he's from San Antonio, Texas. And I said, do you know this kid? He goes, no. But as I enrolled in the Secret Santa Reddit thing, uh, you look at the guy's profile, you see what he's into. Uh, I'm going to connect with him, you know. And, and your son's going to get him a gift. Yeah. Okay, first off, there's something sweet about that. You're buying gear for someone you don't know. But isn't there something super weird yes. about the fact that that is substituting for friendship or community yes. or something? Yes, but I'm telling you, that is the norm. I know that for a fact. And both of these boys of mine, they're solid citizens. Right. I know them well. So there's something there that they have found something. And if they're finding it, I can only imagine how it's amplified across the generation. I've no doubt. Okay, so maybe this... The digital community becoming primary, community. becoming true community, is also contributing, has to be contributing to an increase in anxiety and depression because it's not real. Well, I, I imagine this. How many th- millions of kids right now are in their dorm rooms and they are alone in their dorm rooms and they're on their laptops or their iPads or their phones and they never leave? They never leave. So they're not interested in community life or college life. They're not part of the choir mm-hmm. or the hockey team. or They're just there. And so whenever they have to go out and venture into the real world, which is class, that becomes increasingly difficult. And if you're not doing well in college, that house of cards starts to disintegrate. And then all of a sudden, your life's in chaos. So what do you do? I don't want to go see a therapist, but there's a therapist somewhere close by, somewhere you know on the campus. Do I even have the courage to go do that? Or is it best for me to just to stay in my room and isolate? I believe that's what's happening. Hmm. Well, I'll tell you, it, with both of my children, 
they have said to me at various points, I feel like I want to see a therapist. Listen, if your kid says that to you, jump on it. Yeah. Like regardless of how you feel about how many people have mental health issues or where it's coming from or what the foundational idea, just say yes. Yeah. I remember being a kid, I was like, you know, 18 or so, and my mom mom and I always got along really well, but at one point I was kind of like, you know, I was like, I was a loose cannon, and I remember like being with her in the living room, and I I was having a hard time, and I yelled at her, I screamed, I I was like, I think I'm losing my mind, I yelled at her, I was deeply emotional, and she said to me, you're fine, just get over it. (laughs) That was the mental health therapy (laughs) for John Hall. And you know what? I just had to. I mean, you know, today, though, what you're saying, uh, would I have gone to see a therapist then, you know? Okay, but how many times have you and I gone to see see a therapist since? And that's a a life-changing, health-giving experience. Without a doubt. Because there's someone with wisdom and sense and a historical overview, if you do it long enough, to know you enough to call you on your BS or to tell you, think about this or consider this or how about the way that you react to that person why don't you try this instead and you go a light bulb goes on and you go oh that makes a lot of sense Mm -hmm. thanks for that i need that i appreciate that and oh i'll see it you know sometime soon and in the meantime work on this that's some good homework that's what it is i believe to be an adult to work on yourself to not pull punches to show up to try to do the right thing and especially to have the Lord in your life. So if you need a therapist to help you get there, go get a therapist. I agree. No matter what your age. Boy, John goes, felt so strongly about it, he spilled the fresco. There goes my fresco. Rich Engler presents Christmas with Michael W. Smith. The most wonderful time of the year. Mark Martell. Christmas with Michael W. Smith and his band. 7 p.m. December 19th at Christ Church at Grove Farm in Sewickley. Tickets available at itickets.com or call 800-965-9324. Welcomed by Word FM. Extreme Car and Truck in Bridgeville can help protect your vehicle against anything the elements throw at it. Like spray-on bed liners to create a permanent lifetime barrier against impact, moisture, and corrosion. Their TST Rust Remedy covers stuff your manufacturer warranty doesn't, like road salt and fall detail to safeguard your paint job, your tires, your interior against winter's worst damage. And did I mention Extreme now offers custom graphics? Extreme Car and Truck in Bridgeville with the Extreme in all of us at ExtremeTruck.net. How does Eden Christian Academy prepare students for success? Through education that ignites the mind and inspires the spirit from pre-K through 12th grade with over 50 professionally certified full-time teachers and opportunities in sports, the arts, and service to the community with results like SAT scores 200 points over the national average. Schedule a tour at any of Eden's three North Hills campuses and see what the area's largest non-denominational Christian school has to offer at EdenChristianAcademy.org. We have reached the age where things just cost more. Cars, Mm -hmm, phones, mm -hmm. life insurance. Your blood pressure is up. (laughs) Your weight is up. (laughs) You're one to talk. I have type 2 diabetes, so I'm getting dinged just like you. Thank goodness for Big Lou. Big Lou! 
Big Lou can get term life insurance rates for a 50-year-old male with type 2 diabetes or high blood pressure, or maybe he's on anxiety meds mm-hmm. for just around $200 a month for a million dollars of coverage. Oh, you got to say that again. Go ahead. Okay, I'll say it. Big Lou and term provider could get a 50-year-old man, a little dinged up, uh-huh. a million dollars in life insurance for around $200 a month. Call Big Lou. Big Lou. He's like you. 800-555-2085. That's 800-555-2085. Don't put it off. If you're overweight, diabetic, have high blood pressure, you gotta call Big Lou. Gotta. 800-555-2085. Write it down. 800-555-2085. Get away without going far. Lose yourself without being lost. At Antiochian Village near historic Ligonier, 300 acres of pristine woodlands await to refresh and inspire you. With 100 hotel-style lodging rooms, 20 meeting rooms, amazing food, and award-winning desserts, it's 360 degrees of mountain views bathed in the warmth of Christian hospitality. Book your next church or youth retreat now at antiochianvillage.org. Tonight, turning cloudy with a low 32. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy with a shower round during the midday with a high 45. Tomorrow night, partly cloudy with a low 25. Saturday, mostly sunny with a high of 38. Saturday night, mainly clear with a low of 28. Sunday, intervals of clouds and sunshine at a high of 49. And Monday, mild with periods of rain and a high 53. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Gregory Patrick. Hillary Clinton was on the Howard Stern show yesterday. I, that doesn't I, seem like that would be a natural conversation between well, the two of them. Here, from what I'm reading, and this is uh, from the New York Post, that Hillary Clinton, she refused to join Howard Stern during the 2016 right. election. Mm-hmm. And Howard Stern, and I don't listen to Howard Stern, um, he's on uh, satellite radio. Um, I, when I lived in New York City, I, I, I listened to Howard Stern out of curiosity. You know what? He's a fabulous interviewer. Oh, my gosh. He, He's a, he's a terrific talent. He really is. He, re, he really is. And no matter what you think about Howard Stern, he's changed. Um, his crude, raw, stupid theatrics that he did for decades, since he's moved to satellite radio, I thought that would increase. It, it's actually decreased. Okay. So he's not that kind of guy. I Plus, lo- he's getting a lot older. I love his wife. Oh, yeah. I love his wife. His wife uh, went to Fox Chapel High School mm-hmm. from Pittsburgh, Beth. And she uh, rescues cats for her living. Very nice. She and Howard have had more than a thousand cats, if you can believe that, live with them over a the years. A thousand cats? They foster them oh until gosh. other people can adopt them. What's that anyway, smell like? she seems like a lovely person. Yes. Well, okay, so as Hillary was on but Howard I, I, Stern. But you know, I've never heard his show. Oh. I've heard clips really? here and there, but I've never, I've never sat down Well, it's to worth listen a listen. It really is. So she was on uh, his show yesterday, uh, Hillary Clinton on Howard Stern's show. And. Uh, he said, you know, she moved me to tears. If she had come on when she was running, she would have won. Now, in our last hour, we had Selena Zito. And um, she, you know, she rightly has called out Hillary Clinton, saying that Hillary Clinton has never acquiesced to the failure that she committed. She just, she just never has accepted what happened. Right. She never really dealt with it, honestly. So I can't see any path forward for her. Well, apparently. She now, doesn't agree. He he, Howard Stern, does not agree. He did not come out actually and say to her, hey, you're going to run again. Um, 
she danced around it and said, well, let's see uh, if Joe Biden would not uh, move forward with the nomination. Perhaps there might be space. That's all she would say. There might be space. <coughs> That's a mistake. I'm not going to vote Democrat either, but uh, I'm not going to vote for Hillary Clinton. You kidding not me? Not a million years. And, and, and there's too much of the country who's already decided that. I'm, right. That ship has sailed. Yeah, because she hasn't found herself right right she hasn't she's she's never been forthright no so people smell that a mile away they sure do okay we'll take a break come back um hey uh the best movies of 2019 i think it's time to talk about them excellent Alyssa wilkinson from vox will join us to run down a few of her favorites stay with us WORD. Gather around because it is present time. It's that gift-giving time of the year, and we're giving one that will keep on giving all year long. We could be paying your rent or mortgage for all of 2020 if you're the winner of the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Sweepstakes. You want to come up with an early Christmas present? You can even enter once a day to increase your opportunities to win. See rules and conditions for details. Enter the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Sweepstakes brought to you by Trinity Jewelers. Go to wordfm.com slash contest. Every day across western Pennsylvania, tough breaks happen to honest folks. Layoffs happen to single parents, evictions happen to families with babies, and empty bank accounts happen to hungry people. But thankfully, every day in our community, good people happen to bad things. Your sustaining monthly gift of just $25 doubles the Salvation Army's ability to assist our neighbors battling poverty and help them win. Join the fight for good by texting Word FM to 91999. The team at MyPillow is grateful for you this holiday season. So grateful, they have an amazing offer. Buy one, get one on their incredible sheet sets. Mike Lindell has come out with the world's most comfortable bed sheets. He finally found the best cotton in the world in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all come together to create the ideal weather conditions for growing cotton. His new Giza Dreams bed sheets are made with this long staple cotton, and he guarantees they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. The first night you sleep on my sheets, you'll never want to sleep on anything else. The Giza Dream Sheets are available in a variety of colors and like all of Mike's products, they come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Right now, you can buy one, get one free by calling 800-391-0954. Use promo code WORD. For a limited time, you can buy one, get one free, plus free shipping. Call 800-391-0954 or go to MyPillow.com. But make sure to use the promo code word from the moment you met it's as if you were custom made for each other why should your jewelry be any different trinity jewelers is the area's premier designer of custom jewelry that celebrates life's closest relationships from breathing new life into a family heirloom to crafting a -a one-of-a-kind original out of nothing but imagination trinity's master craftsmen create affordable pieces that tell your own unique story see how at trinityjewelers.com. Send wishes of joy and love to those on your mind and heart this season with free online cards at crosscards.com. It only takes a minute to personalize and send a crosscards.com e-card that will brighten the holiday season for family and friends. From scripture-inspired cards to heartfelt messages, even party invitations, crosscards.com makes it easy to let others know you're thinking about them this Christmas. Celebrate the most wonderful time of the year with free cards at crosscards.com.
So yesterday, Kath uh, ran down her favorite television shows of this past year. Right. And then you posted it on Facebook. I did. Uh, fascinating. I don't know. Fascinating. Uh, it, it was is, fascinating. But... A list that, uh, and I, I'm, and I'm like you. I stream and I watch, right. but I don't, but you don't watch love, like you. You don't love TV, like me. No. And I don't love films like you. So we're a good combo. I guess so. Yeah, we are. So this is your moment. Well, okay. So um, our film critic, uh, Alyssa Wilkinson, is with us. Alyssa joins us from Vox.com. Uh, Alyssa is um, the film critic at Vox. She's been writing about film and culture since 2006. Now, Alyssa's work has appeared in Rolling Stone, The Washington Post, RogerEbert.com. Uh, she also, uh, before she went to Vox, she was part of a Christianity Today. She also teaches at the King's College in New York City. And uh, she wrote a piece at Vox about the best 21 films of 2019. And uh, Alyssa, welcome back to the show. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you guys? Real good, thanks. Yeah, excited to have you with us mm-hmm. because you know this is a, a, you're part of this this long army of people who you know put their favorite things, whether they're movies, books, television shows, up for all of us to sort of dig dig into. And to be honest, very few people see the number of movies that you see. I would imagine a, a large percentage of your time is spent in darkened rooms watching films. Yes, especially this time of year. Sometimes I feel like I'm I'm turning into just uh, like a cave troll. Sure, <laughs> in theaters. Sure, <laughs> you're getting smaller and greener. Yeah. I understand. Uh huh. Yep. So That's right. overall, Lissa, uh, a pretty good f- a year for movies. Yeah, quite a good year. It was really hard to make a list. Actually, I told someone yesterday that I could have made three different lists with no overlap and been happy with all of wow. them. Wow! Excellent. Wow. Okay, so uh, we got 21 films, and w- what I love about it, uh, it uh, your Vox column, is that you gave people, especially in the streaming area, places they should go to see these films, whether they were in the physical theater themselves, or on Prime, or on Netflix, or Hulu, because a lot of these films are out right now that are already streaming, so that's a very good thing, unusual. Yeah, and you know, for me, I can see most things in the theater because I live in New York, but I know a lot of people can't, and I think the distributors know that as well. They've been doing a good job of trying to make sure that, you know, things are available quickly uh, in a lot of cases for people to see. So you listed 21 films. I'm going to, obviously, we only have a few minutes. So let's um, let's go way down the list and uh, talk to us for a second about uh, film number 11, the Terrence Malick film called A Hidden Life. Because I think people, a lot of people of faith who, who love movies are also interested in Terrence Malick. Obviously, uh, he himself, Terrence Malick, a strong man of faith, and his films reflect that. Yeah, that's right. I think a lot of people might be most familiar with his film Tree of Life, um, which came out, you know, years ago, over a decade ago. But his new one is kind of a return to that way of filmmaking. So it's a true story um, about a a man um, who was an Austrian farmer who died uh, during World War II because uh, he refused to serve in the Austrian in the army, and the reason wasn't that he didn't want to fight. It was that they would have required him to swear an o- a loyalty oath to Hitler, and he just refused. He said, "I can't do that as a Christian. Um, that's not what my loyalties are." And so, that the film is almost three hours long. It's this really kind of beautiful story of him and his wife, their life together, and then the way that his. Um, you know, his experiences shaped him. And he apparently was 
uh, ostracized his family was ostracized for decades afterwards and only on, it was only in the 70s and 80s that people started to recognize him as a hero um, Malik was actually at the Vatican yesterday uh, screening the film really? for people there yeah so uh, just a, a, a little side note have you ever, have you ever met Terrence Malik I have not. Few people have. He's a bit of a hermit. Um, he doesn't do a lot of press for his own movies. I, I did talk to the main actress for it last night at some Q and A's, but um, he, you know, he doesn't come out much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he's notoriously uh, secretive about his life. That's right. Yeah. I mean, I know people who know him though, and you know, he's a fascinating person. So, a hidden life, not yet in theaters. December thirteenth, it should open, and pr- hopefully uh, nationwide. But maybe we'll see it here in Pittsburgh if we're fortunate. So let's let's uh, move forward to number nine, the farewell, which uh, has been in theaters already and is streaming. I saw it. I loved it. Tell us our tell our audience. Yeah. So the farewell is based on the true experience of the director Lulu Wang, who is Chinese American. Her family emigrated from China, and. Um, she told this story first on This American Life actually years ago and then adapted it into a film. But in short, her her grandmother, who lived in China, was diagnosed with a terminal illness. And the family, following kind of Chinese tradition, would decided not to tell the grandmother. But people still wanted to gather and say goodbye to their grandmother. They wanted to say farewell. So they kind of moved up a wedding in the family from a year to a month. Um, so that everyone could have an excuse to gather because they just didn't know how long the grandmother would be alive. Now, the funny thing is, Lulu, the director, told me when I interviewed her that that was years ago and her grandmother's still hanging on and still doesn't <laughs> even know that she has an illness. So um, so it's quite interesting. But it's this wonderful film. Aquafina plays uh, the Lulu Wang character who's named Billy in the movie. And it's both a look at kind of the conflict between tradition and honesty sometimes um and then also uh you know as a character who grows up in new york city but has chinese roots and her family is chinese her kind of navigating the east-west divide is is really beautiful yeah it was a really just a beautiful film the farewell so let's jump ahead uh, real real far uh this summer we were on vacation and we had uh an opportunity to see quentin tarantino's once upon a time in hollywood Uh, this is uh uh Leonardo DiCaprio and uh, Brad Pitt. I love the film, um, and you know it's it's not Quentin Tarantino. I think when a lot of people think about Quentin Tarantino, they think about you know uh, Kill Bill and a lot of blood and guts and violence. Even though there was the the specter of the the Manson family around the film, there was not a whole lot of that until the very end. Yeah, that's right. I'm not really a huge fan of Tarantino myself, um, but I am. I really admire his commitment to. Uh, preserving and, and sort of extending old Hollywood. Uh, he's really interested in the history of the form that he works in. And so this is kind of the best example of that. It's the story of, um, you know, a, an actor who used to work in the 50s and was a big star, and then he kind of gets to the 60s and the movies have changed and he hasn't changed with them. That's Leo DiCaprio's character, Brad Pitt's his stunt double. And at the same time, he happens to live next door to Sharon Tate, who, of course, famously you know, was murdered by the Manson family in 1969. But the film kind of takes an odd turn. So it's really kind of a love letter to Hollywood at that time and also a reflection on how the industry was changing during that time from acting styles to the kinds of movies that people preferred and all of that. It is violent at the end, and I would say shockingly violent, so people should know that. But it's not... um, I wouldn't necessarily say that it's a film that people who, you know 
don't like Tarantino, they should maybe try and see it. It's, it's very good. Yeah, it's very good. And it's a you know great little era thing, and I just loved everything about it. You know, just a side note, we were talking about Brad Pitt the other day, and I saw this article that he said he's not famously a crier. It had been 20 years since he had cried, which I thought was really fascinating and odd for an actor of someone who's been working nonstop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he's been working nonstop, but you think of the typical Brad Pitt character, and he's often cast as kind of a tough guy or a nonchalant joker kind of guy. This year, though, he was not only in the Tarantino film, but he was also in Ad Astra, which is an amazing film, Seriously. made it into honorable mentions. That one's really about a man searching for his father and maybe God. Um, yeah. So that's another good one to check out. Excellent. Okay, so we'll jump forward uh, real fast to uh, your tie, which I love that you had a tie, a Parasite and Marriage Story. I saw both. I love both. Tell us about them. Yeah, so Parasite is a Korean film. It won the Palme d'Or at Cannes, which means it's the highest prize. It's kind of about, it's sort of horror, but I wouldn't really call it horror. It's almost like sci-fi about um, social inequality, which sounds much more serious than it is. Very funny film and a very dark film about these two families who end up with intertwined lives, and then things go really haywire. And then the other one, uh, Merit's Story, is a very different film about a couple who um, are in the midst of a divorce, but they're trying to navigate it. Um, and it's it's sort of about the horror of divorce and also sort of about how people love one another. Um, and that one will actually be out on Netflix tomorrow, so oh. you can watch it. It stars Scarlett Johansson and Adam Driver. Fabulous. It's oh, phenomenal. It is phenomenal. Now, so I'm glad you brought up Netflix, because I, I did see both Marriage Story and The Irishman in theaters talk about that. It's a weird phenomenon. I mean, I was happy to go to see both those films and happy that there were people in the theater who were paying, you know, extra money. And just a week or so later, the film was going to be for free streaming on Netflix. Yeah. I mean, you know, the theatrical experience, especially for The Irishman, which is three and a half hours long, is really different than it's going to be to watch it at home. That doesn't mean that you shouldn't watch it at home, but it is significant that, you know, Martin Scorsese, a master of the form, maybe the master at this point of the form, is working with Netflix, partly just because it's easier to get a three and a half hour movie into people's homes than it is to get them to come out maybe to the theater. So what you end up with is real diehards in the theater. Um, you know, and an interesting move that Netflix has made here in New York is they've rented the Paris Theater, which is one of our famous yeah. old one screen theaters, and they're gonna they are exclusively gonna open their movies there now. Um and we're really? all kind of excited about that. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's nice to have a historic theater mm. with one screen. It kind of makes it an event. Right. It's not just like, oh, let's just go to movies and see whatever. But like, let's let's this is our thing we're going to do this evening. It it adds some solemnity to it. But it means that people around the country are still going to be able to see those movies within a few weeks. That's cool. Of theatrical release. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I was disappointed that uh, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood was not on uh, top of your list, but but it was an an honorable mention. Now, of course, here we are in the city of Pittsburgh with Mr. Rogers. Uh, We were uh, fortunate enough to go to the premiere here. We loved it. uh, And obviously you liked it as well. Uh, Just tell our audience about it for a second. Yeah, I love it so much. It's not a biopic of Mr. Rogers at all. It plays more like it's an adult uh, episode of Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood about a man based on a true story who's a journalist who has a bad relationship with his father. And he goes uh, to report a story on Fred Rogers, and his life is completely transformed. So the story is based in fact. It's been fictionalized a little bit. Um, You know, go in expecting something a little different than maybe what you might think. Um, but it's so wonderful. It's such a wonderful film, and I hope people really go and see it. Fabulous. Um, Tom Tom Hanks is 
Fred Rogers is hard to beat. It sure is. Well, Lisa, yeah. uh, you know, you, you live a life uh, that uh, I think is fascinating just because you're in the theater all the time and, and, and you're writing so well about it. One of the things I, I read about you is that you have a hard time recalling the plots of movies, which I am in the same way. And I'm fascinated that you do that as a film reviewer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really hard for me. I mean, you know, I, I part of my job is to not reveal the plot. So in some ways, that's good. I, I tend to take away the emotional impact and, yeah. rather than the um, the plot. But yeah, I mean, I wrote a piece recently, actually, that people can read on the site about spoilers. Um, and I talked to some psychologists who study spoilers, and they said, you know, some people just don't process plot at all. And so they really like it when they have a spoiler because then they don't have to concentrate on knowing what the plot of the movie is. They can just enjoy it. Yeah. um, So it really happens. (laughs) That's very cool. Well, listen, thanks an awful lot. Always appreciate your work and uh, love the reporting and the work you do with Fox. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Our pleasure. Thank you. Vox.com. Alyssa Wilkinson. Check it out right now. The 21 best films of 2019. And she'll tell you where you can watch them, whether it's in the theater or streaming. Alyssa Wilkinson from Vox.com. Chingler presents Christmas with Michael W. Smith. Most wonderful time of the year. And Mark Martell. Christmas with Michael W. Smith and his band. 7 p.m. December 19th at Christchurch at Grove Farm in Sewickley. Tickets available at itickets.com or call 800-965-9324. Welcomed by Word FM. This is former Pirates manager Clint Hurdle for my friends at Urban Impact. What a privilege to work with an organization that truly understands that everyone matters. This year alone, their athletics, performing arts, education, and options programs have reached over 2,300 Northside kids and served over 42,000 meals. And thanks to an incredible $300,000 matching grant, your year-end gift can have twice the impact. So make a difference today. Donate now at uifpgh.org slash match. Forevermark Diamond Tribute Collection. For your courage, passion, determination, for your tenderness, spirit, and the way you love. For all that you are, the Forevermark Tribute Collection. A diamond for each of your qualities. Forevermark. Beautiful, rare, responsibly sourced. Explore the Forevermark Tribute Collection at Trinity Jewelers Mount Nebo Road. Visit TrinityJewelers.com. They blow into town with the wind, rain, and hail. Out-of-town storm chasers going door-to-door, often posing as a local company offering a quick fix to desperate homeowners. If you've had damage to your roof, windows, siding, or gutters and downspouts, you may be eligible to get them replaced or repaired free of charge. Just be careful who you call. Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com for a free inspection from one of their highly trained appraisers. With over 50 years in home remodeling, Windows R Us is the area's premier exterior Placement company for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, doors, and of course, windows. If damage isn't your issue and you just want something new, you'll love their no pressure approach, no hidden fees, and one of the fastest turnaround times in the industry. A company who will never skip down when it comes to honoring their warranty. Visit the area's premier exterior replacement company at windowsruspittsburgh.com. Mention Word FM for an additional 10% off at windowsruspittsburgh.com. That's windowsruspittsburgh.com. Get your truly free credit scores and free credit monitoring from Credit Karma today. Download the Credit Karma app now. Credit Karma, here's to progress. No matter who we are or where we come from, we all experience difficulties in life. 
Military veterans know that sometimes it takes strength and determination to make it through. Whether it's physical challenges or struggles on the inside, it takes strength to ask for help when you need it. Learn how veterans like us have reached out for help and hear stories of strength and recovery at MakeTheConnection.net. A terrific show coming up tomorrow. We're going to be talking about uh, thankfulness. We'll talk to Tim Muhlhoff from Biola University. He gave us a challenge last week to experiment to write, uh, take five minutes a day and write three things that we're thankful for. So we'll catch up with him tomorrow. John and I will talk about what Good. that experience has been like for us. But we're also doing a uh, segment that I don't know. We premiered a month or so ago. Um, it's just. It, People love it, and I, I'm grateful that people are enjoying it so much. It's called The Week in Review, and it's 540 every single Friday, and John and I just talk about the week. We talk about who we've talked to, the conversations that impact us, what we've been listening to, what food we've eaten. It's just kind of a fun way to close out it your week. It is fun. You know, there's something to be said about sitting down and writing about what you just went through. I mean, it gives it you, strength. Seriously, when I do that on Fridays now, I, I can't believe how much I forget about Monday. Oh, my god, That is Pitiful. It truly is. So if we forget about this, what happened this Monday, imagine the Monday before last or the Monday before last. I mean, you know that uh, the taxi show Mary Lou Henner, where she's one of these people who's never forgotten anything, total recall of every day. I mean, that's a burden, but it would also be- I also incre- envy it. Me too. Because I'd like to go back and go, think remember that much, thing? Think how much I've missed. Would you, you have to be a super bright person to have all that working through you. Anyway, thanks for being with us. Have a great night. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group.